0: You are Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson
1: Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, everybody, and welcome back in to Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? Good.
0: Good. Everything is good.
1: Three months
0: Three months exactly until the start of practice.
1: I dig that. Uh, this episode is brought to you by rock auto. the easy to navigate website. Super reliable, great prices. Go check out rockauto.com and talk about them in just a little bit. Jimmy, just a couple of little things to start off. I do want to get into, uh, some potential recruiting news. I, I guess it's no news. It's just some crystal balls and, you know, visit ideas and visit, um, updates, whatever. Um, but I was on, I t- told you yesterday, I did the Locked On Broncos podcast. I did the Locked On Eagles podcast. And then I did the uh, Locked On Patriots podcast to talk about all the various draft picks. And, man, I'll tell you, it, it was it was all really cool to see how excited those three Locked On hosts were about the various Alabama dudes. I mean, I think they were all pretty happy. In fact, uh, Locked On Patriots guy was like, look, and Most everybody's excited about Mac Jones, but there have been some naysayer, naysayers. But as the um, as the the time has worn on, as the days have gone by, like everybody's excited about Mac Jones now. And I, I said, you should be. I mean, he's a great dude. I mean, he's he's a unicorn. He bided his time, and then he um, gets to be a starter, and he's far exceeds expectations. And he's a locker room glue guy, and he's fun, and he's nice, and he's mature. And um, yeah, you're going to love it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, there,
1: and particularly,
0: you know, a, a common player comp for, for Mac Jones was Tom Brady, which is understandable and silly. It's understandable in that what we're talking about is what we're admitting is that Mac Jones and Tom Brady don't have elite athletic traits, nor do they have a rocket uh, for a right arm and they're similarly sized and have similar personalities. Uh, that that That's where the comp comes from. Now, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback that's ever played quarterback in the history of quarterbacking. So that's why it's not fair to Mac or Tom for, for that comp to be out there. But for Patriots fans to be excited, they should be. I mean, heck, uh, they had the best experience in NFL history with Tom Brady, and here comes a uh, – you know again not a clone not fair but here comes a reasonable facsimile so they should be they should feel like a uh, hey this this could be the Tom Brady experience uh all over again and, and and what's not to like this is what we got used to this is what we're used to being our quarterback and uh yeah i think for that reason alone they should be
1: excited and then of course we talked about Barmore too and i and i said that you and i Uh, Both mentioned the Patriots as a fantastic landing spot for him before the draft because he needed – I said it – I came up with what I think is a good term. He has athletic ADD, meaning he doesn't – he's not focused on every play. It's not that he takes a play off. I think there's a difference between a dude who takes a play off and a dude who gets unfocused. Um, A dude who takes a play off is like, eh, it's probably not coming to me this time. I'm just going, you know, eh, here I go. But a, a, an unfocused dude could be like, oh, I'm going to get the quarterback, I'm going to get the quarterback, ooh, squirrel, and then the play's over. <laughs> so um, I think that's, that's more like what yep. Barmore is. Yeah, he just needs – he needs structure. He needs yeah. structure.
0: And, and, and he probably is going to get more of that with the Patriots than he'd get anywhere else.
1: Jimmy, let me tell everybody about Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is the place you want to go to get all the parts your car will ever need. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. As I said, go to RockAuto.com, give them a shout, tell them that Locked On sent you. We would appreciate it. Rock Auto, the prices are so low, you don't need a promo code. Why would you need a promo code? You got a promo code, they'd be paying you money. That's how low these prices are. It's incredible. Go to rockauto.com. They have all the parts your car will ever need. I mean that seriously. Have you got a 2002 Impala? Well, they got the timing belt for it. Whatever. They've got it at rockauto.com. I'm assuming that there was a 2002 Impala. I think it was Dodge, but I'm not sure. I know nothing about cars, but I know enough to tell you that when I do know I need some car parts, I'm going to go to rockauto.com go check them out asap rockauto.com for all the parts your car will ever need Rock Auto. all right jimmy let's talk a little bit about the um some some uh, recruiting news out there first of all i see that alabama has picked up a crystal ball from hank south at bama online for earl little junior who wow in- yeah it's nice wow hey, that's big no
0: that's big news
1: <clears throat> what you didn't know
0: it no no i mean i've i've been, i've been, I've been I've been doing justice in courtrooms today for four and a half hours straight. I don't – there could be a giant asteroid headed to Earth right now, and unless it was presented as evidence in one of these two hearings I just did, I would not know about it. So, no, that is news to me. I'm not shocked. I figured we might be the favorite for him based on geography and position, but uh, that's a big deal. He's a, he's a really good player.
1: Yeah, and, uh, of course, from Fort Lauderdale, I, I love defensive backs – and wide receivers from South Florida. I mean, I'm, I'm always going to love those dudes. Yeah, they
0: have uh, the swag. The swag. They literally have the swag. And let's not pretend like every single kid has been great. Now, there have been great ones. And by great ones, I mean our all-time greats. But, uh, you know, we're not batting a 1,000 down there in terms of all these kids have panned out. But, but many of them have. And when they've been good, they've been really good. And this kid is super hyped.
1: Yeah, and, um, you know, I think it's going to be great to go get a defensive back like him, uh, somebody that may be able to come in and play right away, hopefully kind of like uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry is going to be able to do this year because I assume – we all assume Josh Job is a memory after this season right for the NFL. Don't we assume that?
0: I, I do. Uh, I, I'll be surprised if Job is back. He's a natural senior, meaning that uh, this is his fourth year. So he is a senior uh now, because of COVID, he could literally, he could come back and play for Alabama in 2022. And frankly, based on several factors, that might be in his best interest. He's a kid that I think needs coaching and structure as well to improve. And he really has. I think he took a giant step last year, and and, and I'm hoping we'll take another giant step this year. I, I believe Joe will enter the draft after this upcoming season. I do, uh, even though he could theoretically come back in 2022.
1: Meanwhile, in other recruiting news, Jaden osbury the number 32 overall prospect in the class of 2023, uh from Baton Rouge, uh University Lab High School, uh will visit Alabama, uh or at least uh I should say go to camp at Alabama on June 26th. Um it's kind of interesting that I don't think LSU's offered at least not according to what I'm looking at right here. That that's weird. I don't know why LSU just doesn't go to University Lab and say, all right, well, now I'm looking on his list. It says they do they have offered, but in, in the article it didn't say anything about it. I don't know why they just don't go to University Lab with a sack full of scholarships and throw them on the field and say, first five to get them, get scholarships, y'all.
0: Some of our fans have probably heard this before, and maybe others. <clears throat> when you're when you're hearing this for the first time, it's like a eureka moment. You know, when you're hearing this for the first time, because maybe many of you out there that listen go, wow, I have never thought of that before. Uh, some of to, to the others who've already heard this uh, from me or someone else, uh, you know, uh, sorry for, for, for wasting the next 30 seconds. But but I, I've talked to coaches before uh, that recruit a lot about this issue. And it's pretty interesting. You know why possibly LSU is slow to take a kid from Baton Rouge? And Alabama doesn't take every kid from Tuscaloosa. You think, like, boy, if there's a kid from Tuscaloosa who's really good, you think, ooh, man, you know Alabama's going to want him. He's in the backyard. It's actually the total opposite, and this is why. When we, when we, and by we, I mean Alabama, when Alabama signs a kid from, let's say, Miami, like like Earl Little, um, and I know nothing about Earl Little. I'm, I'm using him as an example. I know nothing about the kid or his friends. But let's say Earl Little uh, grew up in a tough neighborhood spot and some of his friends aren't exactly Boy Scouts. Maybe some of his friends are in gangs or they're bad dudes. But you sign an Earl Little from Miami and he escapes all that. He comes to Tuscaloosa and now the only friends he's got are his friends on the football team. His friends back home, they're back home. They're, they're back in Miami. His new friends are... The guys on the football team, which are mostly made up of, of, you know, really good kids. And that's great for Earl. But when you sign a kid from Tuscaloosa and his friends are bad news, now his friends are in the football building or around the football building or around his apartment or around Bryant Dorm. His friends live right down the road and then his friends become friends with other guys on the team. See what I'm saying? I mean... Now, I'm not saying that's the reason Alabama doesn't take every Tuscaloosa kid or that every kid's like that. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that sometimes when you're surprised that the local university hasn't offered a kid, it's because you know what? Sometimes there's nothing but positivity bringing a kid from the outside. His friends are on the team. You don't, if you sign a local kid, now all his friends are friends with the whole team because they're around. You can't keep. The local kids from hanging around, you know, so that's uh that's why and and, and whether that has anything to do with this twenty three kid from Baton Rouge, no, it just uh what you were saying just made me think to uh share that
1: I think that's a great point. I've never thought of that, but it reminds me it'd be like marrying an escort, you know I mean if you marry an escort and then she cheats on you i mean is it is it the escort's fault you know <laughs> I go back to my scorpion and the frog story about how, you know, the, the frog, the scorpion needed to get across the river. And the frog said, well, I can't put you on my back and swim because you'll sting me. Scorpion said, I'm not going to sting you. What are you crazy? And so the scorpion puts, uh, gets on the frog's back. The frog starts swimming halfway across the river. Scorpion stings the frog and the frog's like, "Oh my god, now we're both going to die. I'm we're both going to drown. Why would you do this?" And he goes, "I'm a scorpion. What do you want me to do?" <laughs> and I, I think um uh, I think it's a lot like that where you're if you recruit dudes that are near you and look I the, I know I know everybody is immediately going to Seth Williams and I think that's not a bad place to go. I get it. But that's why maybe Seth Williams going to Auburn was great for Seth Williams. I'm not saying Seth Williams is a bad dude. I'm saying there there were some stories about his not having some of the best friends in the world. And so maybe you you get a guy like him in Tuscaloosa, and then all of a sudden you're right. Those guys are in the build, building, and it's like a cancer. And I'm not saying that would have happened with Seth Williams. I'm saying that is the kind of scenario we're talking about.
0: Uh, yes, yeah, exactly. It's a scenario. It's not specific kids. I don't know any stories about any specific kids at all that we're talking about. I'm just saying that is why maybe an LSU doesn't offer a kid from Baton Rouge that you think they might, or that Auburn doesn't offer a kid from Auburn that right. <laughs> you think they might. Now, But mo- most of these kids are great, and most of them have great friends. I- I'm certainly not saying that this is commonplace, but it does happen, and it's something that you have to always think about. It's not just the, quote, bad kid you're bringing in that can inf- infect the bunch. It's who's around him. But when you bring in a kid from Miami – or atlanta or dallas or or from some kid three states away they're not showing up with all their buddies it's just them and sometimes i can assure you this happens that alabama or tennessee or west virginia calls a mom that's five states away and says hey i know he's five i know he'd be five states away but you know would you consider sending your kid here i know it's a long way and the mom says yeah i'm trying to get him away from his friends here I, i i i hope I hope Maine or Hawaii calls I'm I'm trying to get Gosh. him away from these troublemakers that that he's around so that happens all the time too so uh you know recruiting's not all I, I think you know so many people just look at you know a kid's rating or his ranking and 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 they they think it's so simple it's not simple the coaches have the coaches have put together files and, and lots of information on these kids that we're just not privy to. In the end, you just got to trust that your staff of your favorite team and your coach is making a good decision based on the information they have. Because the information they have is a hell of a lot more than the kids' star ranking on Rivals.com.
1: I totally agree. Wow, you – you, you on a roll. What a – what on a roll today. Salient – Informational rant you had. Um. Anyway, uh, let me tell everybody about betonline.ag. Betonline.ag is where you want to go to put that bet in. Look, NBA full swing, MLB full swing. I think Major League Soccer is going on. I don't like it, but I'm sure it is. Tennis, golf, reality TV. Whatever it is, futures, like Rookie of the Year for next year, you want to bet on Najee Harris? Go get you some over at betonline.ag. You put in $100, use promo code Locked On, you get a 50% bonus. So here's what you do. Put in $100, get $150, put $50 on Najee to win the Rookie of the Year, and then you got $100 to play poker or bet on which housewife will fight the other housewife or whatever it is you want to bet on at betonline.ag. It's so easy to sign up, even easier to get paid. That's what's really important thing but you can bet on poker blackjack roulette you can bet on whatever you want to bet on it's cool stuff it's all legal go to betonline.ag they do take credit cards that's also a key component for some of you out there so go check out betonline.ag and get your bet on all right jimmy i don't even know um you know i think we the recruiting stuff's great now let me i just got a text from a loyal listener i appreciate him and he said – he sent me a, um, a tweet from a guy named Mike Rodak. I don't know who Mike Rodak is, but, man, what a name. Did you ever watch um, Space Space Giants?
0: No, but uh, Rodak is a, a beat writer in Birmingham. He, he's They have about three or four guys that, that work Alabama football stories, and he's one of them.
1: Okay. Well, Rodak in Space Giants was the key villain – And he had all these like henchmen and they were either called Gula men. I think they were called Gula men and Rodak space giants was like, not claymation, but it was like horror, not animation, but I don't even know what the hell you'd call it. All you have to, I want you to um, go to YouTube and just put in space giants and you'll see, these are the worst special effects in history. If, I'm dead serious. And now I love the show because it came on when I was a kid on TBS. Um, and that's why I always hate the Braves because the Braves would supersede uh, Space Giants. If I got home from school early and Space Giants was on, but the Braves were playing, TBS would play the Braves. So I said, I hate the Braves from here on out because I my grandparents had cable. I didn't have cable down at the lake. And so I only got to see Space shots every night and again, and I damn sure didn't want to see Bob Horner's fat ass out there swinging and missing. So um, that's why I hate the Braves, and I always will. Uh, anywho, Rodak was the main villain. That has nothing to do with what I'm about to tell you. But Mike Rodak, who is apparently an Alabama beat writer, according to you, I'll take your word for it, he tweeted out, the latest update on Coleman Coliseum from Alabama Deputy AD Jeff Purinton is an interview broadcast to ticket holders and donors Tuesday evening in an interview broadcast. It's a top priority, me and Coleman Coliseum. We're exploring all of our options. Pure intern said the Crimson Standard fundraising campaign has raised $415 million of its $600 million goal. I thought the $600 million goal was like, I mean, just pie in the sky, Hey, we want y'all to think we're going to work on Coleman. So we're going to put, we need 110 billion billion. So if y'all come up with that and lo and behold, because of Dogecoin and, and everything else, apparently people have a lot of disposable income and they're giving it to the Crimson Standard and we're going to screw around and have enough money to build a new facility. And if we can build a new facility and don't, if we, I swear to God, Jimmy, we can't just give coleman coliseum liposuction and botox we've got to get rid of that dinosaur
0: <clears throat> i have slightly different take on that and and i realize that, that 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 i'm in the minority solidly on this and it's not that i'm in the minority i i don't i don't care about the issue quite as much as as so many of our fans and as you do i don't i don't care about th- that quite as much but let me just ask you this uh would it satisfy you if they flattened Coleman Coliseum and built a new place right in the same spot?
1: Hell yeah, it would satisfy me if they flattened Coleman Coliseum and we played outdoor basketball. <laughs> no,
0: I just uh, I, I, I've, I've i've never really understood the vitriol about what's wrong with if if you gut the basketball. F- you know, layout, if you gut it, if you take out the floor and what's underneath it and take out all of the seats and what's around it and do a complete redesign on the inside and, and and where you don't even recognize like there's no this I can't believe this is still Coleman Coliseum. I don't I don't see what the problem with that is.
1: You know what's better than look, I understand usually when you have a nice look, I got an old house here in LA City I'm broadcasting from right now. And it's got good bones because it was built in 1950 back when people built things really well. Like now people build things with the intent of we need this to break just after our warranties expired so we can build it again. That's how that's how people build things now. I'm not trying to get on manufacturers. I am a manufacturer. I understand. However, um, in the 50s, everybody built things to last because that's how it was. So this house, though it needs a lot of new stuff, has fantastic bones. Coleman Coliseum is an airport hangar for a, uh, what do you call uh, the a barnstormer. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It's, it's a dump of a Coliseum. It's the worst Coliseum outside of Vandy's, which is, I mean, like a professionally bad stadium or Coliseum. Vandy's is awful. Alabama's is the second worst i be- I believe that in all my heart and I love me some Alabama. I will go to Coliseum the Coliseum because we're playing in it, but I hate it. Why can't we get a new one if we've got we've got don't, don't get me wrong i'm not
0: against I'm not against I'm not against any I'm not against a brand new one I'm not against gutting it and remodeling it. I'm not against keeping it as it i I just don't really have a strong opinion on it. For whatever reason, it just doesn't bother me as much as it does other people. And as proof, I would say, as people, I loudly tweeted this the other night. I just think it's fun to remind people every now and then. I'm I'm predicting Alabama wins the NCAA men's basketball tournament next year. I think Alabama's going to win the national championship next season in basketball, and it will be proof that for all the people that that thought uh, were non-competitive uh, because of our arena situation. I've never believed that. Still don't. And predicting that we'll win the national championship is just, I think, sort of proof that, you know, it, that, that hasn't really held us back in any way. Uh, obviously, having a new arena might be preferable, better, or more fun. But uh, I think we're putting a national championship product on the on the court, uh, which is proof that it was never uh, necessary, you know, to, to do it, uh, at least for recruiting purposes.
1: All right. That's going to do it for this episode of Locked on Bama. We will be back tomorrow with the Friday episode. So until then, roll tide, everybody.
0: Roll tide, Earl Little.